Just F It. Hi, I'm Romy. Hi, and I'm Carla. And together we are the, the Epic Madres. We are here to invite you guys into stories of some inspiring Madres who have changed their lives through an F It moment. So here we go. Just, Just F, F It. it. Happy Monday, everybody. <laughs> Good morning. Good Monday. Good morning. Uh, we are yes. the F at Madres. I am Romy and this is Carla. And we are just two moms that are best friends. And we said F it together. And we started a podcast. You are here at our podcast, the F at Madres. And this podcast is a space for Madres, women, who are wanting to have an effort moment, in the middle of having an effort moment, have had an effort moment, um, have had multiple effort moments, don't know even what an effort moment is. <laughs> we're, here for, we're here for all of it. So um, we always get a wonderful madre to come on on Mondays and share some inspiring story. And yeah, who do we have on today, Carla? So we have someone named Jenna Brocius. I'm pretty sure I'm saying it right. But um, anyway, she is a mom and she was referred to me by someone actually. And she brought up an interesting effort moment, which was um, she caught herself speaking to her child in a way that like reminded her of how she was raised. And it was just kind of one of those moments that she was like, whoa, I need to change this. You know, this is not what I want um, moving forward in the communication with my kid. So, um, I'll let her go into obviously more detail about it, but I find that interesting. Cause I find, I think that like, we all have had those moments where we're like, Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Like that, that reminds me a little too much of, at least for me, too much of my mom. So I need to scratch that off and not do that again. <laughs> Why is it so. always like a terrifying moment when you're like, Oh, that, that, I know that too well, and I don't want to be that. Yeah. I mean, because it's like we obviously are like now in therapy for a lot yeah. of the shit that our parents have put us through. So like, you know, like you and how we've spoken about on this podcast, like we are very much interested to not repeat Yes, those cycles. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear a mom kind of get into this type of moment. Yeah. This is a little bit different for us. So yeah, awesome. Yeah. Okay. We're going to bring her right in. Great. And we have Jenna Brocious here and I got it right. God damn it. I want to I want to just take a minute to be proud of myself cuz I butcher a lot of last names. But anyway. Okay, Jenna, we're going to jump right in. Okay. The first question. So, when did you decide to just F it and why? Yeah, so I came from a traumatic childhood and my whole goal as an adult is to change the experience that my child is having. And so when I was yelling one day when he was three and he started to close his eye or cover his ears, it was like the most devastating moment in my life because I realized I was just repeating what my mom did. And so it was this like instant heart wrenching moment where I was like, oh, I got to change this like immediately. I think yes. that we can, I was just telling Romy, I think that we can all, that all resonates at least with us and the way that we were brought up. And I'm sure so many people listening, like we, I was raised in a Latin family and, you know, hitting was very customary. So, you know, like not that I do that with my child, but the yelling sometimes is like, you have to catch, you have to catch yourself mm -hmm. and be like, oh shit. Yeah. I don't want to repeat that at all. No. And I don't want him to have those habits. So we're trying to break them before they happen. <laughs> Yeah. 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 That's a big, that's yeah, a big no, thing. absolutely. I mean, it's one of the biggest things I think as we become mothers, right. Is that like we step into finding out like what kind of mom we are, which we don't know. 
And we don't figure out until we're like thrown into the mix because we all have some pre-idea of what kind of mom mm-hmm. we're going to be. And then it just kind of organically starts to happen. And then you innately start to recycle parenting things that that's all you know, right? So that's what we find ourselves doing. And then if you're at least in the space that I feel like so many of us moms on this in this space have been in, it's like, whoa, no, 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 no. Yeah. So um, I can totally resonate with like this whole thing resonates with me as well. So what did you do about it? What was your actions to saying F it? And how did you fucking switch this, this whole flip? I think just raising my voice in general is probably something I need to work on personally all the time because I get pushed to that very frustrating moment and then I just like want to lose my mind. So really having to learn how to walk away from the situation has been hard for me. Um, I go and hide in my closet. (laughs) If I'm about to lose my mind, that's like my secret place I go and hide. Um, But you know, it's just like you get pushed and you get pushed and you get pushed. And now I'm just learning how to cope with it better. I mean, my mom is also an alcoholic, so not drinking every single night is a big deal also. And for him to not see it that often is important. So it's just learning how to grow and be that bigger, better person we're trying to be, but it's so hard sometimes. Oh yeah. But I mean, like the fact that you're, you're coping and you found your spot, like your safe space to be able to step away. I already think that's like a huge step forward (laughs) because you're being very mindful of it. You're super aware of it. And that's always the first step, right? Yeah. Like you have to be mindful of these things if you want to change them. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nothing changes if you don't acknowledge it, right? So you are very hyper aware, which I think a lot of us are, of what you're doing. And then your effort kind of movement would be re- removing yourself, right? Like catching yourself. Yeah. Catching myself before I actually explode, which it, it, I'm really good at it now, but it's been four years of trying to like just walk away from a situation because he's, you know, seven, that was three. So we've like had a lot of age gaps and a lot of different like transitions in attitude, by the way, which is a whole nother thing that have been very hard to overcome is this little attitude that I now have on my hands. Well, you know, what's going to be challenging and this is off topic, but I know this because I grew up in a very yelling house as well. Um, and I'm not there yet either. My daughter's about to be seven, but I know like as they get older and then they challenge you in maybe ways like, and so if you're already a hot headed person, Mm -hmm. right? Like I'm assuming Mm -hmm. you are like, you can get heated, right. And you can react. It'll be interesting through your motherhood journey as you're working through this effort moment of like pulling back what it will look like when your child is the one really pushing your body. Well, we've had that happen recently just because school's about <laughs> to end. And so morning routine has become such a struggle for us. And so the other morning he like wouldn't listen, wouldn't get dressed, which at the beginning of the school year, he was like dressed before I even woke up. So we've just like slowly, you know, gone downhill. But I looked at him and I pointed my finger at him and I was like, you don't know what my mom would do to me when I acted like that towards her. And he was like, <gasps> And like straightened right up. I was like, you don't even know what happened in my household, buddy. So don't go there with me right now. Oh my god, She feisty. She feisty, folks. <laughs> yeah. 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 My mom would uh, not have that Mm-mm. either at all. <laughs> no way. Uh-uh. I'm like, you have no idea how good you have it, bro. Like, be nice to me. Well, our kids are getting this like evolved like generation of parents. Like we're all really doing that self-work and that self-healing. So I'm like looking at all like, like you don't even know. Y'all don't even know how we were raised. It was a hot mess. The fact that we're standing here today 
full grown people, functioning people. (laughs) Yes. Functioning is a fucking blessing. (laughs) Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. With therapy, functioning with therapy. (laughs) A hundred percent. Um, so like, okay. So take us back to that. I guess that moment where, where you like, it really flipped for you. Like, how did that moment make you feel? You said it was like disheartening and you felt like, like it was heartbreaking and all of that, but like, I don't know, just kind of run us through that, that moment. I mean, at the time I hadn't done as much spiritual journey work as I have at this point. So I have a different perspective, I think. Um, but in the moment, it really just threw me for a loop because I just realized to myself that I'm repeating what I was trying to change. And then now having been four years out of the situation and really learning how to communicate better or when to walk away um, has been like the biggest change for, I think my whole family in general. Like even when my husband starts to get flustered, I'm just like, okay, walk away. We can have this conversation again in five minutes, but like there's no point in us like getting frustrated over something. So really basic at the end of the day, because we're just talking about like kid problems, you know, but it's, we don't want to repeat them. So. Yeah. It's it's very triggering though. When like your kid does something that reminds you of like your childhood, you know, it's like, that's just, that's the real hard part, real hard part. Um, so yeah, get it. But I was like, I was just going to ask, or you just said it, like it clearly had an effect on all your relationships. It sounds like to just like have this moment of like, Oh my God, I gotta be mindful of this. And then you're hyper aware and you're mindful of it through every relationship that right. you have. So it's it's a good effort moment. Yeah. Well, my husband came from a household where they didn't speak about anything. And then I came from a household where you yelled about everything. So we've had to find that really like mm. common ground where I feel like I'm communicating and he's like absorbing what I'm saying <laughs> and mm, repeating yeah. it back to me so that we're like even on the understanding. So yeah, it really has changed everything. And now that you say that, it really has changed more than I realized at the moment. I don't think we realize the dynamics and like the personalities that happen as we make families, right? Like whatever your family may look like, you just end up putting a child as one personality and behavior. You are your own, your partner. None of you are wired the same. And then you're going to coexist coexist and live in a home together with beautiful love and harmony. And like, how do you navigate through that and figure out how everybody works together? And this is why we are badasses because somehow we figure out how to make it work. Yeah. You know, we do, we figure it out with the pain and the challenges and the effort moments and the therapy. We go, okay, we need to all communicate, receive, listen, show love, have empathy, and do it all even when we want to tell everybody to fuck off. Yeah. It's so interesting when you when you break it down like that, Romy, because it it it, it really is so complex. Like it being is. in a household with people that are like with your husband or your partner that's raised in a totally different way. Like you were saying, he he processes. You are you are like outward with the way that you express yourself and like that was similar to me. I would process and my husband's process. We're similar. And that's hard too, to, to be able to be on the same page and figure all that stuff out. But it just goes to show how important it is. And I really hope that like, as our kids get older, it becomes more of a thing that we, te- there's like actual like emotional classes in school. Yeah. Like, to understand mm-hmm. that like, we have different love languages and that people like understand things differently so that we 
we are more accepting of people's differences. You know what I mean? And like the way that they approach things, it would be so incredibly helpful if we had that as a kid. (laughs) I have been talking about this, like, and I'm sure we can all jump. I'm glad you said that. And I don't want to go completely off track, but it's like, there's so much going on in the world right now. There's so much going on with children right now. There's so much going on in schools right now, right? Like it's just across the board. But like what I feel is so important and it's missing and maybe it should be, Carla, is like more attention on emotional growth and education at a young age. We focus on like – it's like that – fucking meme where they're like, why didn't they teach me how to do my taxes in school, but they're teaching me like this. And it's like, you know what? Like, yes. Why aren't we learning like some real skills that really take us into the world and learning how to deal with your emotions and communicate at a young age? I don't care how smart you are. If you're capable of doing that, you can run the fucking world. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And we're not teaching our kids My mother-in-law, it's funny we talk about it now because- my mother-in-law never asked my husband how he felt about anything. She's like, I didn't think to ask him. I didn't really care what he was thinking or feeling at the moment because I was in charge. And so now I'm like, when my son is mad or frustrated, I'm like, how is that feeling? Are you mad? Are you frustrated? Are you sad? Like, give me a word to describe how you're feeling. Because I think we really do have to teach them what does that feeling inside mean to you and how can we get it out? And and, and him being like a little boy too, Jenna, it's like making sure he's aware of his emotions that matter and doesn't mask those up. And we don't see another generation of men that don't know how to like, you know, get in touch with their emotions because they've been never, no one pays attention to it because they're boys. Totally. A hundred percent. They need it more than any of us right now. Okay. It's like, yes. There is like a lot. I think the the, the depression rate in men is pretty high. That's sad. Yeah. Because they they, they don't, like we with our friends will talk about everything. Men don't feel, they don't have that. So it's like these poor guys, you know? So the fact that you're talking to your son about it now, um, it's, it's going to make a huge difference for sure. I'm sure. Yeah. You know, it's just odd that that's not just like a normal thing that we ask children. How do you feel? How does that make you feel? How can we get it out of you? Like when I'm frustrated, going for a run or a walk is a great way for me to exert that energy. And I want him to find those ways to exert his energy as well. So yeah. 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 And teaching those skills is so important. Like, what do you need to do when you're in this? My daughter has these emotional breakdowns all the time, like bless her little heart. And and there are times when I, I get like my mom too. And I'm like, I can't deal with this right now. Like we've got so much, I can't deal with your fit. Like I'm not, I'm not a breakdown kind of person. It doesn't happen mm-hmm. often, you know? So when it's like this constant breakdown, I'm like, we have stuff to do, but then I have to stop myself and be like, it's okay. You're having these feelings. I'm not mad at you for having right. these feelings. I need to slow my roll and give you space to have these feelings because this is, this is who you are. This is how you're processing. And mommy processes different, you know, like, but I had to catch myself. It was a few years ago that I had to slow that roll and like give her space. Cause one day she looked at me and she goes, you're mad at me for crying. And I was like, oh, that's my fucking moment of like, oh, right. hell no. Yeah. Mommy is not mad at you for crying. We allow tears. We accept emotions. Yeah. It was more mommy is just overwhelmed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but like we have to catch ourselves because then what? Then we create the pattern that you're not allowed to cry or feel. We don't want that either. Mm-hmm. Hell no. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, my next question would be though, what did it do for your family by 
having this moment and do and having this shift in in your fucking moment. Well, obviously it changed the way we communicated immensely, but we also ended up going to marriage counseling because we realized that we were not communicating on the same wavelength. And so it really, again, did change a lot of how we moved forward in life and how we communicate now with each other. I just couldn't allow it to continue. I was not going to like repeat history. I cannot do that to myself or anybody else. Did your husband react in a similar manner with your son or was it totally different? The complete opposite. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he was looking at me going, why are you freaking out? You know? And then I was like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? Yeah. Then that makes you feel bad and shame. Like, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. And guilt and like all those things. So yeah. Like we don't need any more of that. (laughs) (laughs) And Jenna, I need to say too, I have a lot of friends with very similar stories and like, I I love that you're speaking up on this because I'm sure a lot of them listening, Mm -hmm. they, I I know specific friends are like, God, I, I felt really alone or shamed by this part of me as a mom, you know, and it's so important to be like, you're not alone. A lot of us are going through this and have yelled and screamed and are trying to fix it. Yeah. I I love talking about topics like this because again, we all aren't alone. We're actually all in the same boat, just trying to stay afloat. So I appreciate it a lot. Yeah. And we we all make mistakes and we, and it's okay to just own up to them. Like actually today I was watching an Instagram story and it was about a dad who caught himself, like he was hitting his daughter and he admitted it. He's like, I was hitting my daughter. And then the one moment where I went to go walk up to my three-year-old and I raised my hand and she went like <gasps> this, he was like, what have I done? Like he completely broke down and was like, I have to fucking stop. So it's sim- not similar in the sense, obviously you didn't abuse your husband, your kid, but, but like he admitted it. Yeah. He admitted it. And he was like, I was wrong. I was doing the same thing. I wasn't even thinking about it. And then to see my kid scared of mm-hmm. me, like that fucking sucks. Yeah. Like, we don't want that for our kids. So, yeah, that reminded me of that. Do you, so my next question is Do you have any fears that come up for you? And the next leg to it is like, how do you stay in the effort momentum and not let those fears stop you? Um, I don't really live with fear anymore about it because we've really done a lot of work around it. And again, I've just found that like my, my, reaction is now different. And now that I have a rhythm to my reactions, when I start to feel that way, I know to just instantly take myself out of it. So I think that having done the work has gotten me away from having any more fear around the situation. So yeah, but find a, find your space. Cause my closet is my happy place with my bags and my shoes. So I just go to where my happy space is. Yeah. See, I think I, I'm going to take note of that because I think for me, since I'm an eternal processor, like internal processor, mm-hmm. like I get real quiet and shut down when I'm frustrated. And it, that's like, all I need to say is like, I need to walk away. <laughs> like I need a moment. I just go for a run. I mean, all I am Forrest Gump. If you know, <laughs> I'm going through stuff. Girl, you know, I run all the time, but yeah. that's my, like, if I'm having a stressful mm-hmm. day or things are crazy, I'm like, I got to run. Like, I just mm-hmm. got to go run. Yeah. I just, and then there are days that like those runs just keep going, but I've, I know that now it's my tool. Yeah. It's how I release it. It's a healthy one. I'm not drinking myself like I was when I was in my twenties mm-hmm. to shut down. I'm just 
overly exercising. But yeah. now you get to like kind of yeah. have extra cookies at night because you've over exercised. Because yeah. <laughs> I've overly exercised, you know, I've exercised the stress away and there's a lot of stress. So there's a lot of exercise. <laughs> yeah. But how easy that is to be able to just say that though, when you have, when you have a partner around, mm-hmm. you know, like to just be so that they don't feel like, am I doing something right. wrong? Cause I know since my husband processes the same way as I do, if he doesn't communicate it to me, I'll feel like, did I do something? So I have to like, just, just being more vocal about it is, and it's not that hard. Well, I think the one thing I can, I've learned and I love to talk about is communication. If you do not communicate with your husband on how you feel, he will never, never know. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Yeah. No. And the thing is we do, we just don't. And sometimes in those moments, but we do. So like, yeah, it, it is communication is very important for sure. I mean, communication with everyone. I feel like yeah. this is the key to every significant relationship in my life right now, including my relationship and communication mm-hmm. with my daughter, who is seven. That is key. My relationship with Carla, who is my coworker and the person I do business and life with, that communication is key. Mm-hmm. That it's like your work relationships, your spouse, mm-hmm. your partner. At this age, in this stage, and in motherhood, wherever we're at, like without it, it's just chaotic. Well, and I don't have time to waste. Yeah. I don't have the no, time to waste. No, yes. we don't. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we you really know, don't. I'm over it. I don't have time to sit here and figure it all out. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Very good point. Very good. I'm, I'm sure most moms will be like, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is why I think all of us are so like, our time is so precious who we put, who we share energy with is so precious because we can only mm-hmm. give so much. We're moms. We can only give so much outside of our children and our, you know, our partners and like our jobs, right? So when we do, learning these tools, learning how to communicate, learning how to create boundaries, learning to not snap on everybody because we're just done, you know, or yeah. shut down, you know, whatever it may be. I mean, this is these are skills. This is shit we need to be putting on fucking resumes. Like we are Yes. <laughs> Oh my God. We're killing it. We're communication <laughs> executives. Emotional support. What do you like? Emotional, emotional support. Yes. It totally is. Oh my God. There we go. Emotionally intelligent. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 When that they're like, true. let me see your resume for the last six years. And I'm like, you know what the most important part of that resume is? I've learned to fucking communicate mm-hmm. with people. I can hold space for you. I can multitask. I'm good under pressure. I have this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is true. A hundred percent. Well, Jenna, I'm, I'm curious. And what would your advice be to any mom listening who is in this moment, has been in this space? What is your advice to them to kind of get to this moment or get through this moment? I mean, I think once you recognize that moment and you're like, oh shit, that just happened. I really think it's just, you need to take a step back, take a breath and then like give yourself some time to really just process it and think about it. I love to journal. That's like the one safe place I can get all of my emotions out. Um, so, but it's totally up to you. I also think just going for a walk and having some like quiet time will really also help you process it. And then you just have to find a positive way to move forward that works for everybody. Because it's going to be different for me than it is for you. But I think just finding something that works for your family after that moment is the best. Yeah. Yeah. That's great advice. I'm curious since you you're said your son is seven now. Mm-hmm. He is. Ha, like, has he expressed a change? Like, has he noticed a change in you? Has he even brought that up? Um, 
You know, he kind of just, they make fun of me a little bit in my house because I'm the only girl. <laughs> and I'm kind of like okay. spiritual woo-woo crazy now. And so they're like, oh, where's your crystals, mom? Do you need to go read your peace prayer card? Like, you know, they like to like... <laughs> Kind of give me a hard time about it now. So, but it's fun. Oh, Jenna, okay. welcome to all of us. I think this is like all of our kids are going to grow. Okay. So like we're all functioning from like abusive, disruptive parents, mm-hmm. right? And our kids are going to have like triggers from like crystals and like spiritual <laughs> shit and like quotes. They're going to be like, okay, y'all, like my yeah. mom used to stare at the moon mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah. watch the planets go and pray to yeah. God. She's going to be yeah. like, do I? So- I can't smell Palo Santo. Can't smell Palo yeah. Santo. <laughs> No sage. No sage. No sage. I'm dead. <laughs> he always makes fun of me when I sage the house. He'll come home and he'll be like, what did you do today? I'm like, what do you think I did? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That is pretty funny. Yeah. That is pretty like, funny. You're welcome. The house is cleared now. Yeah. All is well. Yeah. The energies are gone. So you're welcome, everybody in this home. <laughs> Mom is doing her job. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, Jenna, we are so grateful that you joined us and shared this with us. Um, is there any um, social media places or anywhere you'd like anyone to follow you or anything you want to promote on here? So I sell positive intention prayer cards on Etsy under Jenna B. Spiritual. Mm-hmm. And you can also follow me on Instagram. I do like tips and tricks on how to keep a positive life and momentum moving forward. And it's Jenna B. Spiritual as well. So. Oh, fun. I okay, love cool. that. All right. Mm-hmm. If you both send me your address, I'll send you some prayer cards. Ooh. Oh, I love that. Love. Okay. We would love, love, yeah. love. We would absolutely love Thank that. you You're for welcome. That. We, yes. all of us moms need a little strength and peace and love sometimes. So. Oh, all the time. <laughs> all the time. Also, <laughs> Carla likes to read anything that lifts her up and inspires her. She is motivated in this world by words that, that yes. like guide Perfect. her. So. That's why I have so many like quotes on my Whoa. body. I had to stop because I'm like literally a walking motivational pamphlet at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I love t-shirts that have that on there. So we're almost there. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. There we go. All right. Well, everybody go follow her. We thank you so much. This is the end of the show, Jenna, where we are going to say just just up it. it.